XL, Charlotte Sports Live. The shock this. And he had so much personality, but it was, it was dope. You know, he told me he used to drive and work DoorDash, you know, like first year as a quarterback at Bama. Oh, the number one pick getting more praise on day two of training camp and not just for his on-field work. We're going to dive a little bit more into that in just a little bit. Welcome back to Gibbs Stadium under the lights here on Charlotte Sports Live. We are live at Wofford College for Panthers training camp. Day two in the books alongside Carla Gebhardt, Will Kunkel, and significantly smaller crowd today. Yeah. Not a less important day, though, but it was an up-and-down day for Bryce, but we got a lot coming your way today. Yeah, absolutely. We've got an exclusive one-on-one with Brian Burns. You got to talk with him. You'll get to see that in a little bit. We also wrap up ACC kickoff day in Uptown, and all the Carolina schools talking and taking the podium today. We're going to hear from Joe Morano on that, but we do have to start with day two, and it was a little bit of an up-and-down day. Yeah, yesterday it was all roses for Bryce Young. It wasn't a bad day for the rookie today. It just wasn't as great as I probably thought on day one. So for one, he threw his first interception, albeit it was a miscommunication on a route. It's still an interception. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't get qualified. There were some missed throws as well, one deep to Adam Thielen, but there were also some very good throws. One in particular where he manipulated the pocket, found a throwing window, and threw a strike to C.J. Saunders for the completion. Overall, it was a good day. Today, the practice, the first half of the practice, you know, this is without watching the tape, felt crisp and sharp on both sides of the ball, on all three phases, really, special teams as well. And then about halfway through practice, you know, I, at least on offense, where my eyes were a little bit more, it just felt like a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a lull, and um, you know, for a few too many turnovers and uh, and mistakes. But you know, you don't panic. You learn from those, and um, you got to bounce back. Turnovers are one of those things where you're like, that's bad, but then you're like, wait, it's our defense. That's good. So you can kind of have some good and bad all in one play. Yeah, and every rookie in the NFL is certainly going to have their welcome to the NFL moment. We're certainly not calling that this. Bryce Young will certainly have that as he gets into the season this year. But uh, he, he's still going through an adjustment phase, and I think mm -hmm. we've all expected that. But as our Gabe McDonald reports, it is Bryce's unwavering confidence that keeps him grounded. There's no doubt that being an NFL starting quarterback comes with a lot of pressure, factoring being a rookie, which is the case for Bryce Young, and there could be some slip-ups along the way. Miscommunication on a stick route as far as turning out versus running out. So normal stuff. I mean, you don't like it. We'll get it cleaned up. But the Panthers' top pick is one to remain cool, calm, and collected when things intensify. Young is never one to look backwards when things go wrong. We slipped up a little bit in practice. He got in the huddle. He was just like, all right, guys, just focus up next play. You know, that's some of the little things that you can't really coach. It's you either have it or you don't. Young's humble approach to the game is something he's had all along. One of his new weapons in DJ Chark says it's also been a part of his life off the field. You no, know, he told me he used to drive and work DoorDash, you know, like first year as a quarterback at Bama. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell nobody, but I did. <laughs> but uh, just things like that, you know, how many Heisman? Uh, QBs, you know, that was doing stuff like that. Like, that's just humble to me. Young's confidence is something his teammates have raved about all offseason. It's something that veterans like Shaq Thompson are noticing even more now that the Panthers are inching closer to putting the pads on. Hey, Cali kid. I mean, all the Cali kids, you know what I mean? Just walk around with them. We just got that swag about us. You know what I mean? Bryce just has that swag about us. Kind-hearted kid. Um, he's about the team. And 
You lazy see him. You're just walking by signing autographs. You're just Bryce. In Spartanburg, Gabe McDonald, Charlotte Sports Live. Hey, he's got to be the biggest stud from a fan standpoint. Yeah. We've had a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, listen, this is the nature of the business, right? Every mistake that Bryce Young makes at training camp, no matter how big or small, it's going to be talked about. And if it's not by us, it's going to be by someone else. But you should worry about this kid, as you can see, just 12 picks in three seasons at Bama, and I think we even said today after the interception, well, I can't wait to read about this on Twitter and people freaking out. And, and I didn't really even actually see that reaction on Twitter about that, but you're, this is this is going to happen. It happens to, to Patrick Mahomes, the best one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's going to happen to Bryce Young. To even try to explain it and justify it yeah. is stupid at this point. <laughs> and the only people I saw celebrating or ripping him for it were the C.J. Stroud fans on Twitter. It's like, enjoy that pick, and he's going to be terrible. And it's like, like focus on your own guy. Right. This is silly. I thought Bryce had a fine day. Like they're going to open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, I don't honestly. I don't have some major takeaways today compared to yesterday. Other than Bryce looks good overall, and that's where we sit after two days. Tomorrow, by the way is an off day, so we're not going to see Bryce. But it'll be fun to see him on Saturday. Yeah, I think so. And and one thing that really stuck out to me is that Shaq Thompson said that they're working a lot of situational football, which I think is a good thing. And that might be why we are seeing some of this, like, miscommunication because they are working on, you know, certain situations that mm-hmm. they're going to see out on the field, which is a good thing because if you knock out that miscommunication and that confusion now, then when you get in the season, you're going to know what to do. Get all those positive vibes, which, yeah. by the way, are all positive right now with this team. It is so different than a year ago. Frank Reich is the leader in that department. He's the head coach. One, because the players are buying into Reich's style and the plan each day, but also because the Panthers are on the verge of being good. Scott Fitter, the general manager, has said several times the plan was to build this roster and staff around being able to drop in a quarterback. And they believe they've done that with Young. All those little things over the years, that has led to today and the feeling that the players are feeling. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you know, guys are out here. We're competing a lot. You know, there's a lot, obviously a lot of competition, a lot of positions, but we're having a lot of fun too. Um, I just feel like we're just kind of enjoying each other, you know, you know, building that chemistry more and more. I'm not even going to talk about the other staff, but this staff, man, they just know how to take care of players a little bit. Um, you see our practices, we come out here, we get our work in, and we get off the field. You know what I mean? Try to beat the heat, come in, work. Uh, we're going to start doing situational stuff. You know what I mean? He's bringing in that because it's all about situational football. Things happen, two minutes happen, four minutes happen, you know what I mean? So it just brings a lot of knowledge into us and uh, making sure everybody knows what to do and handle situations. You know what I mean? Nobody folds under pressure, and that's what they're doing out here for us. Shaq's a veteran. He knows yeah. exactly what he's saying. <laughs> He says, I'm not going to talk about Matt Rule and, and the past coaching staff. I'm just going to say that this, this staff knows how to take care of the players. We go out there, we take care of our business, and then we go inside. It's a different feel. Yeah. It's a different team. It's a different coaching staff, but it's a professional coaching staff. I've talked to plenty of guys on this roster so far that say they just handle it differently. But it's also a guy that's been around the NFL for his entire life, essentially, when he was a player to, up till now. Matt Rule's tenure? It was his first tenure, and it showed. Yeah, and how important is it to keep these guys healthy and to know what some of them, whether they're rookies or veterans, if they need an, an off day or to take it easy or, you know, just all of those things that are so important to the health of these guys, not only physically but also mentally as well. And you think of one of those guys, certainly Brian Burns, who missed the end of 
of last season due to injury. But he's back on the field, and he says he's ready to go, right? Yeah, and he doesn't have to be either because this dude's going through a contract negotiation. We saw Saquon Barkley miss a day or whatever it was. Jake, uh, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders missing time as yeah. well. Brian Burns doesn't have to be here. So why is he here? That's kind of the big question. I asked him that in our conversation. Brian Burns, my man, number 53, nope, <laughs> number zero, one, is zero even a number? Is it a number? Yeah, like, is it a number? It's the beginning and end of everything. <laughs> Such as Brian Burns. Why the number switch? Uh, like I said, I never really chose 53, kind of chose me, but I, I felt like it was pretty cool to be the first Panther in history to, to wear zero. What's different about this team? You and I were kind of just catching up on the whole fact that Frank's here. You guys got new coaches everywhere. You got some new players and quarterback included. I don't know if you heard about that. But what's different about this building and the attitude coming out here this year? Um, I would say it's the, it's the experience around the building, uh, experiencing the coaching, uh, experiencing the, in the vets that, that, that we've added, the, the new additions to the team. I feel like it's just a better, it's a better feel, more professional feel. And uh, I feel like guys are really honed in on what we need to do this season. What are the expectations for you in this new scheme? Because I look at this scheme and I see a lot of disguise. I see a whole lot of another way, other ways to use athletes like you, like Jeremy Chin, that weren't being used in the past, I can say it. What do you see for yourself this year that you weren't able to do in years past? I feel like it's going to be definitely more opportunities to get out the quarterback from different angles. Uh, you know, not just being stationary, you know, in the four-point stands, I'll be able to move around and show different looks and uh, be able to blitz from different places. So I feel like that's definitely going to open up some opportunities for me. Getting Von Bell, I think it's one of the most underrated signings in the NFL. Also Dante healthy, mm -hmm. JC healthy. What does Vaughn and that secondary, of course, being healthy mean to you to be able to get to that quarterback? There's a lot of talent and experience in that secondary. They really want to hold it down back there. I believe in Vaughn and X and Chin and, and JC and DJack and CJ. All right, we got, we, <laughs> the list goes on on the talent that's in that group. And uh, I really believe in those guys, and it's my job to, you know, make their job easier. What does Vaughn bring a defense? Uh, it brings a lot. Uh, experience, IQ, but definitely an enforcer. Uh, Vaughn will hit will, you know, on TV. Yeah, you're good. Vaughn, Not will, live. Vaughn will hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Young, obviously stole all the headlines. Number one overall pick. Smartest guy that's ever played in the NFL. He's already <laughs> got a gold jacket. Yeah. What do you see from him, though, on day one? I know it's only day one, but what have you seen from him? Uh, he handles it well. Uh, he handles the pressure and the, all the hype and everything that comes with it. He handles it well. I don't feel like anything's too big for him, for real, for now. I mean, I haven't seen, like, we, we have a long way to go. We got a long season, long everything. But as how, how he's handling it now, uh, I'm impressed. As a rookie and, and with all that pressure being in one pick, I'm impressed. The haters say he's too small, mm -hmm. that too many balls are going to get knocked down. You're a defensive end. How do you see that being a detriment to him, or the, how does he beat that and overcome it? The haters call me too small. Hey, there's ways to get around everything, you know what I mean? So, but uh, like I said, even in OTAs, I, didn't, I don't remember him having too many balls batted down. And uh, we got some tall guys on our line, including me, Yitor, Derek Brown, 6'5 and up, Henry. So we got some tall guys on our, on our line, and he hasn't had any balls batted. So I final, think we'll be all right. final year of your contract. I mean, a huge year for you. If you don't sign, you can go out and get the whole bag. If you do sign, you can get maybe what's owed to you now. What's kind of the mindset going into this process? Uh, I'm leaving all my trust in God and, and my agent. Um, I feel like they're doing a good job. We've, we've, we're having good talks, uh, hopefully getting to get something done because uh, I definitely want to be here. I definitely be with my guys. And, uh, I mean, I'm just leaving it all in God's hands. Finally, why are you here? Like, you could hold out. A lot of guys hold out in this situation. Why are you here in the hot summer, in the sweltering heat of Spartanburg? 
I couldn't I couldn't miss out on my guys. Uh, like and I said, like I miss OTAs. Like I miss ball in general, but I miss being out there with my defense. And uh, like I said, like we got like a something special going on. I feel like everybody, like everybody feels this way around. Every team feels the same way around Hope. this time. You feel what I'm saying? Around this time of the year. But I know that I'm a big key to whatever we got going, and I got to be here. Well, another guy who wants to be here with the players, that's Shaq Thompson. The captain took a pay cut in order to return to the Carolinas. And, I mean, if he didn't, he would be playing somewhere else right now. But he, too, has built close bonds in the locker room and knows that the Panthers, that they're close to being good and that they can win the division and even go to the playoffs this year. Take a listen. I mean, I said what I said earlier, why I came back, right? I came back because the guys. I came back because we had up and downs. I came back because I know what the hell we had going on. That's why I came back. It wasn't because of Luke, TD, and none of that stuff. Nah, they, 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 they were done and retired. I had to build a whole new relationship with other guys. I built that relationship. We roller roller coaster up and down, highs and lows, and that's why I came back. I came back because of them. Bryce Young performing well on the field is important, yes, but not nearly as important as his performance on the stage for the rookie talent night. Wait till you hear what the guy said about Young's showcase next. It is Carolina Day here at the ACC kickoff. Clemson, UNC, and several others all here ready to state their case for the 2023 season. We'll bring you the latest from the final day of the kickoff when we come back. And we're just getting started here at Wofford College. We got more highlights from day two of Panthers training at training camp coming up when we come back. Now, this music doesn't exactly scream training camp, right? But Keisha Cole's song, Love, or at least we think it was this song, was a hot topic today. But why? And what does it have to do with that guy right there, Bryce Young? And, of course, we know that the Panthers always host a, a rookie talent show on the first night of camp. Last year, Will, Iki Aquanu kind of stole the show, but that kind of makes sense because he said that he had a theater background. Bryce Young, on the other hand, a different story. Yeah, I like that song, I can't imagine Bryce singing. If you do, you got to get so far out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So far out of your shell. And, and the guys. good? I feel like you got to be a little good to sing that. Or you just belt it and just say, heck with it. I'm going to suck at this. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. the guys did not know what to expect. Because Bryce is, is pretty quiet when you first get to meet him. He's reserved. He does a lot of listening. He does a lot of observing. But not last night, apparently. I mean, he got everyone singing, everyone clapping, got a standing ovation, and he went first. So that's a lot of pressure going first. So I think he killed it, you know, A+. Plus. Just walk around with him. We just got that swag about us, you know what I mean? Bryce just has that swag about us. Kind-hearted kid. Um, he's about the team. And he's lazy to see him. He's just walking by, signing on the grass. just Bryce. I say so because last year they didn't sing along with me. They kind of just let me. They clapped it up, though. I got a standing ovation. But, you know, we, we definitely sing along with Bryce. So I'm going to give him the one-up on that one. So I love hearing this from the guys yeah. because they're getting to know Bryce like we are right now. Now, they're going to get to know Bryce a lot quicker and a lot faster because they're around him all the time, but they kind of start at ground zero as we did. And he's, he's small in stature. He's soft in voice. He's quiet. He, he, like I was saying, he listens. He doesn't just come in and command a room yeah. with this gregarious attitude. And then when he gets on stage, he's like, pow! And it kind of goes into how he plays the game. It's like, 
Oh, my wow. gosh. I did not see all of this coming. The biggest thing, though, and I want to tell the Panthers this, we need to see this clip, right? Wow, it no has kidding. to be out at some point, Panthers training camp videos after, like, they have to post this sometime. And as home of the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> I think we should be able to air it. All right, coming up, we've got to talk about the ACC because NC State and Wake Forest took the podiums in Uptown today. Two teams looking to make big leaps this season. Hear what they had to say next. And don't forget about the Charlotte kid, former Myers Park star turned Heisman hopeful. UNC's Drake May. May explains what he's done this offseason to take that next step. That's coming up. May. The ACC football kickoff media days concluded today with five more schools up at the podium previewing their seasons, including Wake Forest and NC State. Both of these teams have been pretty decent lately, but still hover around the middle of the pack, no pun intended, in the conference. Both at eight and five last season, but both are filled with promise of a big year ahead. I think we have a chance to have a really good team. Uh, we lost 11 starters but we're not young. So we've had a lot of success. Um, how do you get over the top? You know, it's a great question. I, it's, I say this to the team, it's one more play sometimes, uh, or one more player sometimes, or one more play call. You know, it's a very little thing. And joining the Demon Deacons and the Wolfpack, we had two other Carolina schools take the podium today and the UNC Tar Heels and the Clemson Tigers. They're both obviously very good teams, both <laughs> very good quarterbacks on each team. Heisman hopefuls and Joe Moreno was there. Joe, tell the people about what happened today. As the ACC kickoff concludes, the heavyweight of the conference gets its chance at the podium. The Clemson Tigers have not made the college football playoff in the last two seasons, and some may even consider that a drought. But now with Cade Klubnick under center full-time, he's ready to put last year's disappointing Orange Bowl loss to Tennessee in his rearview mirror. It's putting a little bit of a bad feeling in our stomach all, all year. Um, obviously, we had a, a very successful year. If you look at the overall picture of it, you know, ACC champions and 11-3 um, and three finish, like that, that's, an amazing, that's an amazing year. Um, but to, to finish with a loss, is, it's always going to leave something a little dirty in your soul. So. There's no hiding that the Tigers won't be satisfied without another playoff appearance. But that has long been the mindset from Coach Dabo Sweeney and the players that come to play in Death Valley. We've had 12 really, really good years in a row. Some great years uh, in there. But that's not going to happen if we don't win the opener and win the state championship, win this league, and win the closer. So, you know, that's all we're focused on, none of the rest of that stuff. The reason I came to Clemson was for two things, is for the culture uh, and to win a national championship. And I believe that we're going to be able to do that while I'm here. Yet it won't come without some challengers on the schedule. North Carolina is led by Myers Park grad Drake May, who has a similar feeling of righting some wrongs from 2022. You know, I use it as motivation. You know, that's all we talk about. You know, uh, we were 9-1 and one rolling into Georgia Tech, and, you know, we finished 9-5. and five. Um, So just finding ways to, you know, use it as motivation, but at the same time get over that hump and, uh, you know, look forward to this season. You know, we're excited. Um, you know, that's our goal, to get back to the ACC championship. And Coach Mack Brown is excited to see his quarterback build his skill set. Drake's uh, uh, had a great year last year. Uh, best freshman year of, of any freshman I've ever seen. And then after the season, Drake came in to me and said, um, help me with these things. These are things I need to improve, and that's who he is. With the ACC kickoff complete, the preseason is underway, and the work on the field resumes tomorrow for these programs. In Uptown Charlotte, I'm Joe Morano for Charlotte Sports Live. 
This was scary today. Joe Burrow carted off the field after injuring Ooh. his calf non-contact no. injury. The last thing you want to see if you're a Cincy fan. We'll have something more positive for our crowns next. Anytime you can imitate Michael Jordan's I'm back facts when he came back from <laughs> retirement, you get the crown. Colorado announcing their back to the Big 12. They left in 2010. They decided to leave in 2010. They left in 2011. Carlos is awesome. Yeah, I really like this move for them. Certainly better uh, than the conference that they were currently in. And anytime you pay homage to Michael Jordan and that uh, I'm back message, it's great. All right, that's going to do it for night two. We'll see you tomorrow after day three.